1: You can check it out on Spotify.
2: Welcome to the PAX Capital Podcast, where we talk about wealth, business, mindset, and other tips and resources that can help you grow in all areas of your life. I'm your host, Preston Kyle's, And as always, make sure you go get that Team Dream Chasers Basketball Academy merch. Even got the Coach pack on it. We're out here balling today. And for today's podcast, we actually have guests on our podcast once again. So these are our second time guests. So we are excited to bring on our guests, Anthony and Daniel. So welcome to the show, Anthony and Daniel.
3: What's up? What's up? Thanks for having us, man.
2: No problem. So before we get started, I always just want to go like into our guest background, like who they were and what they're doing currently. So either one of you can start with that, just who you are and where you are currently.
1: So um, I used to be a truck driver. I always mention that because a lot of people that are in truck driving are like, I'm never getting out of this. Wow. <laughs> so, I, I, uh, I actually uh, truck drove for four years. I started my own company. That was my first company I started was a trucking company with semi-trucks. I got up to five trucks and pivoted into the real estate side of business. And now I do a software company
2: and a data company. Man, that's awesome. So uh, before we get into you, Anthony, one quick question for you, Daniel, what made you leave the trucking industry?
1: I hated it. Um, it was a pain in the ass, and I like my commute to work nowadays because it's from the bed to the office, and that's it. <laughs> we can respect that.
2: That's awesome, man. That's awesome, man. So, Anthony, how about you?
3: Man, I have a construction background. So, when I was a young kid, I thought I was going to be a famous boxer, and uh, my dad said, like, "Get in the truck." So, uh, I went to work to go paint. So, I hated it, you know. Uh, all my friends were out playing during the summer and all that stuff. And I was at work, but you know, the whole thing was, was, I pulled up like at 17, 18 years old, I bought my first brand new truck in my own name, you know, without my dad's co-signing or nothing like that. My, all my friends were still driving, you know, beat up cars and all that. So
2: huh.
3: long a long history of a uh, background of marketing because uh, with my dad's company, it was either feast or famine. You know, there was sometimes mm-hmm. we had a lot of work and a lot of money and sometimes there was none at all. And then um, in 2018 in December, I was researching how to buy land because I was looking to uh, build a house for my family. And uh, I started watching a bunch of videos on YouTube called how do you, you know buy land for cheap, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and different things like that. And it, I came up with, uh, with these guys that were doing wholesaling, wholesaling real estate. And they kept saying marketing, marketing, marketing. Um, I didn't know how they were using marketing to buy real estate. So I kind of went down that rabbit hole. So December, mid-December 18, I'm doing that. As of January one, I got like 25000 dollars into marketing on all different channels for real estate. It took me about forty days to get my first contract, and the rest is history, man. Ever since then, we've been we've been uh, flipping land. I met Daniel in a group, and uh, I realized that it was a low volume game. I was only doing like eight to ten deals a year, so mm-hmm. we decided that we wanted to expand nationally, and the best way to do that would be to uh, you know have boots on the ground in every major city. So we created a CRM. Wrapped the mastermind around it, and now we're JVing with people all over the country doing uh, land deals, and now we're starting to get into other avenues of real estate as well.
2: Wow, man, that's awesome! It's so crazy to think about how, when you just put two minds together, what can come? What can come up? Man, that's that's fire! I'm low key speechless. But I, if I'm correct, I heard you say you put about twenty five thousand dollars into marketing. Is that that's what I heard you say?
3: Yeah, I poured like half a million records. Uh, I dropped the RVM on all of those. I got, had a caller calling those. I set up uh, Google ads, Facebook ads. Uh, I ordered a thousand bandit signs or more Wow, like hundred bandit signs. Yeah, I mean, we just went all out because I've been doing marketing long enough to know that you don't know what works in a particular niche until you do everything. So instead of me like split testing each different facet of the like, different avenues of marketing, I said, I'm just going to go ahead and just do everything all at once because I knew that was going to lead to a deal based on everything I had seen on YouTube. So I wanted to get to a deal as quickly as possible and not waste any time to find out what works.
2: Wow. That's insane, man. You know, most people, when they think of marketing for a business, they don't think of putting that initial 25000 into it. Most people, you say that, most people run the opposite way. They're like, I don't even have that kind of money. But the fact that you, that you were able to even have that thought process and understand that, like, You don't know what works until you actually go out there and do it. So I respect that, man. That's that's huge.
3: Thank you, man. Yeah. A lot of people ask me, they're like, how did you get attraction so quickly? And it's just because, yeah, I just not because I was good at real estate It's just because I've just been doing marketing for so long. So I know how the game works. You just run a bunch of traffic and and then you'll you'll trip over a deal. And I say that now to this day, people ask me like, well, what would you recommend to a new person getting started? And I say, do all the marketing that you can. And it doesn't necessarily have to mean money. You know, like I said, you can do bandit signs on the back of a cardboard box. You can go knock doors. Um, you can send flyers. You know, you, you can stick a, a flyer in somebody's door. You can skip trades for free. So, one of our users, she, uh, I took her driving for dollars twice, 24 like year old kid, worked in a call center. Um, she, after I took her driving for dollars to show her what kind of properties to look for, she got on her phone on an app called Land Glide, found a 108 acre property. And we got it under contract for one point one million. So she's she's gonna make one hundred thousand on her very first deal. She works in a call center doing collections. So you don't have to have a lot of money to get started, man. You just need a plan. Wow. So there's a, a team to help you, you know, facilitate those types of transactions. Wow, man, Um hundred k
2: off a million dollar deal—that is insane. Most people don't even get that.
3: Wow, and she works at a call center? Yeah, she's, doing, she's doing collections right now. So I, needless to say, after she gets paid out, she's going to quit her job. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's oh, like two to
1: three times bigger than the agent fee. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. So I want to know a little bit more about Hivemind. So what, what was that main reason that Hivemind really got started? I know you said Daniel was part of it because you didn't like the trucking industry anymore. So you wanted to start your own business. What were some more details that went into it? Because Hivemind, because from what I see of Hivemind is like you guys just kill it in terms of taking care of businesses for other people. Like the things that I see you guys do for Charles and all of them, I'm like, man, I need to learn more about it. I just haven't had the time to set it, set aside for it yet. So this is my opportunity to learn more about it now. <laughs>
1: So it's, it's just business automation. So a lot of small businesses, it takes them five years to even use a CRM because they think they're not ready for it, but it's actually the flip side, because once you start using it, you can actually do more business as a whole, just because you're setting up automations. Like I said, uh, like Charles to this day still sets up his automations for all of his, all of his promos, all of his stuff. And Mm -hmm. me last night, I automated a promo forever that we're going to sell that recording for $75. So, when you when you when you see certain opportunities and you know what the program can do you can initiate and set up different processes just to collect the information and offer services um, we got, we got with stamper stamper started a new facebook group with our program he's now collecting people that join his groups information and now offering services automatically on, on autopilot so no matter what you do or how you do it you can automate certain processes where, and this I got his solution from Charles too, is that you should automate before you delegate because a lot of people, think delegate, delegate, delegate. But with this, if you automate it first, you don't ever have to worry about it ever again. I tell people all the time, like once you automate it and you get it working once, you never have to mess with it ever again. It's automation.
2: Mm, I like that. It's basically like keep it simple in a sense because like you said, instead of delegating, Automated. Once you automate it, you don't have to worry about it anymore. It's kind of like set it and forget about it in a sense almost. And that's that's super simple for someone who wants to start using that kind of service because maybe like, for instance, for me, I have to do everything at hand. So I literally have to sit here and make the post, record everything, edit all my stuff all off top of my hand. And I'm like, yeah. I have a million and one other things I could be doing over here. So that's I'm like
1: No, that. because I was doing the same thing not too long ago. Like all this stuff didn't just come about overnight. Like we've been right. all this, all the processes and stuff we automated in our business. It's just stuff we're like, hey, let me automate this, let me automate this. You see a problem come up. Okay, let me automate that. Like last night I had the automation, I have the recording, we have the content, we have something to sell. Let me automate it and do an upsell at some point just to offer more opportunity and offer more services. Because I think Charles hits it on the nose is that people want to pay you, but they don't you don't have enough services to pay you. So yep. You're always trying to create more product, create more solutions for people to pay you, and people will pay you. So I think we took that from Charles. Like so we learned a lot from the mastermind. I said people all the time, like, oh, why do you hop on that mastermind every day? I'm like, <laughs> I've implemented so many things just from people talking, and it even shows up in my presentations when I talk and podcasts, just because the automation and automate before delegation, I got that from Charles. It's just stuff I hear, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna roll with that. That's mine, that's mine now.
2: <laughs> no, that's how I am, man. That's how. When I joined that mastermind group, I was kind of just like, okay, you know, maybe I'll get some good growth in here. And then we hit those accountability calls on Monday. And it was just like, I see my work go from like stagnant to just jump. I really, that mastermind is beneficial for anybody to join. And if you guys don't know, for you guys who are listening right now in our show notes, the link to the mastermind for you to join is in the show notes. So make sure you sign up if you don't, because that mastermind changes lives. I wouldn't even be sitting here doing this podcast with these guys if it wasn't for the mastermind. Yeah. So that's huge, man. I feel like Charles, in a way, just inspires all of us. Like Charles has all these little gems that he, he always is dropping on us. And it's really just he's helping us take our lives and businesses to the next level. You know, and that's it's pretty cool. I love that.
3: Yeah, but, amazing But it's, it's a good group. When Daniel first invited me there, I was like, not interested at all. Yep. Like, man, I don't have time for no mastermind. I'm just kind of not into that. Like, I'm too busy working, like trying my own stuff to like try to implement other people's ideas. And I'm like, I got this. I'm good. And uh, I don't really consume too many other people's content. And then uh, as soon as I got in there, I was like, oh, yeah, this is
2: dope. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, like we say, you never know what's going to work until you go out there and try it. So until you join the mastermind, you don't know if it's going to work for you or not.
3: You know? Yeah, I think they got us really pushing in terms of heavy of like digital products and that kind of stuff, like making sure the way that we market, like I've never, I've always been a marketer, but I've never been like one to post on social media over and over and over again, you yeah. know, and, and that group, they kind of harp on like, don't be embarrassed to sell your product. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to go hard. And ever since I joined that group, just being around that culture, I've been posting like a madman and I kind of don't care what anybody thinks. Like you better delete me or buy my stuff. One <laughs> <laughs> man, that's hey, been, that's man. the
2: energy though. That's the
1: yeah. energy, though. Yeah, you delete man, you're
3: you're about, gonna follow yeah. me or delete. I ain't going to miss them if they delete me. I won't, probably won't even know they deleted me.
1: You wow. know?
3: So uh, I posted a meme a few days ago. It was with Thanos. It was a couple weeks ago where she says, oh, I don't like this. I'm unfollowing. And he's like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, he had asked uh, like kind of how, how mine came about. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew we wanted to do deals across the country uh, with other people, Right. But what I've seen in the real estate culture all around the country, all around the globe, probably, is that you'll have a broker or you'll have a like one guru that's teaching people around him, And every real estate office is somewhere between like five and 30 people. Right. And once you get about to that number, the people dissipate. They learn enough. They go on their own and they leave. So we had to imagine a product where when somebody comes on board, um, they, they, they're kind of stuck there. Right. So you, you create a CRM. People build out all of their automations like Daniel's teaching them you build your whole business in it. You capture all of your data, all of your leads, everything inside of your CRM. So even if they decide, you know what? I don't need these guys no more. I learned enough. I'm going to bounce. They still have our product, right? They're still using the product. So we decided to create a a CRM as the main product. um, And then we wrap the mastermind around it. So you subscribe to the CRM and then we'll walk you through real estate deals. We'll, we'll lend you money for real estate deals. We'll buy the deals from you. We'll negotiate the deals on your behalf. Like literally I'm getting on the phone with sellers for people Um, So we just tried to make a real powerful community where people wouldn't want to leave. And that's been the experience, man. We have a really, really high retention rate. People love it. We have raving fans now, people rocking the merch. Like, it's a real community, man. People love it. I feel like we have, like, a whole army now of soldiers that just love it so much, that they would never leave. So I think it was just the perfect storm of, of, uh, of what we needed and where we were headed and what we wanted to create. And then we've talked about it word for word about how it could play itself out. And it's worked out exactly like we thought it would and possibly even better.
2: Wow. That's crazy, man. It's like, like we say, like, you know, I like to keep it simple. You don't know until you get started. And to see where you went from here to now you're here, where you guys are doing those million dollar deals, you know, that's not something that people ever thought when they began a business like that, you know, some people don't have that fruition to see that outcome. And you guys literally said you spoke about it and it's going to according just how you thought it was. So that's awesome, man. You know, big congratulations to you guys. And I hope you guys continue to keep killing it. I'm definitely going to become part of a hive mind. And I need that hive mind shirt. That shirt's fire. I love that logo. (laughs) That logo is fire. So one of our users just posted this morning. He's at
1: the gym wearing a shirt. He just posted it really? a hour ago. Who was it? Uh, Ray. <laughs>
3: That's up, I, I love Ray. He's so cool. So Ray came on board and early on, and he kind of didn't even understand what it was. He wasn't even using the CRM. So he kind of, like, didn't understand the product. Like, he kind of was understanding the mastermind. But it took him a little bit longer than other people to kind of catch on to the whole system. And just about like a month or two ago, he messaged me. He was like, dude, he's like, sorry if I ever doubted you, man. He's like, I know this is going to be huge. I'm glad to be a part of it. He's like, this is freaking amazing. And now he's, he's speaking on stages about Hive Minds. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So it's kind of cool. Like I said, it's like, we, we really do have our people's best interests in mind. Like If just Daniel and myself were the only ones winning, we would feel like we lost. Completely lost. Like we're, we completely like, we didn't go anywhere. Everything failed. But when we see the people around us starting to win and progress, that's what keeps us energized and charged up to keep going.
2: Yeah, man. I like that. That's that's awesome, man. You guys just radiate great energy. That's another good thing about having a business. It's not only being in business, but once you're in business, you got to radiate that great energy as a company. You guys really hit on that. I really
3: like that, man. Thank you. Very much. So I,
2: I got to ask, what are your end of the year goals for Hivemind as we speak? Because we're approaching, it's what, November 9th. So we've got, December's coming real soon.
1: I got i I'm, I'm nothing. You want to go first? Yeah, yeah. So our, rev, our, our this is a software subscription model. We're trying to hit 50,000 a month and uh, probably 350 users is the goal by the end of the year. Um, I think we could hit it. We're already at, we're probably probably 260 right now, 260 current users, recurring yeah. users. And then um, 50,000 a month is the goal because everything's like snowballing. Like our revenue went up 50% just last month
2: man, that's no joke. 50% in one month. That's nothing to play around with, man. That's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. So we're trying to hit 50,000 and hopefully by the end of first quarter, we should hit a hundred just at the same rate of scaling. Not that every, every month's going to be a 50,000, 50% month of revenue, but at the current rate we're growing at, we should be hitting a a month next month, next year, first quarter,
2: man, that's awesome. Goodness gracious, man. That's a lot of money. I love that, man. It's good that you guys, you started your business. Now you're having these goals. And now 50% income increase. Now it's just like the next level. Who knows, who knows where you can go next from here? You know what I'm saying? It's only a matter of you just going to continue to keep going up and keep scaling your business. So that's awesome, man. So now we're to my favorite part of the podcast. So this is what I call the gym dropper podcast part. So what this here is, is basically you give our audience kind of like a call to action almost in a sense where there was that one moment that you had that changed your life. And that moment that changed your life, you made that one decision to go to the next level. So that decision, I like for people to either give a story about it or give the call to action about it that says, I went through this. This is why I'm here now, you know. Just basically giving that gym to people so they can be like, if I'm in the position where, for instance, if the truck drivers listen to this and they want to start their own business or whatever the case may be is, they've heard a gym that gym dropper from you that can go change their life now.
3: I can wrap. I can do mine pretty quick. Um, okay. No matter what your business in is in, you want to build a community. Okay. Um, the, the ways that I would recommend that is you would have a free group on Facebook and then you have a paid group on Facebook. Once you uh, once you become like a member of the community, like a paying subscriber of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I think is probably more important than anything else that you do in business is to automate your marketing. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting passive leads on a consistent basis, you're never going to get passive cash on a consistent basis either. That's a bar right there. Impossible. So once you automate your marketing, you have inbound traffic, you have inbound customers or in, even inbound community members. A lot of our community members in our free Facebook group, they haven't paid but we still help them. We're still working with those people. We're still trying to get them involved and make sure that they're successful because that's our main goal first is to make sure that the community is successful. Then if they become a paid subscriber, remember amazing. So create a community, automate your marketing because you can share those leads with the community to make sure that the community is becoming successful and progressing. Um, and then if another thing to build your audience is get on clubhouse, get on mm-hmm. clubhouse uh, consistently at the same time, every single week for the rest of your career. If you don't have an audience and that's how you can build an organic audience, call the room, whatever you want your, your show to be about. So if your show is about flipping stocks, then you're calling it the flipping stocks, whatever Podcast every Saturday at the same exact time, every single week forever. Um, so regular meetings and inviting your community to those regular meetings. I think it's pretty much everything. That's it. That's how to build an audience and then also to monetize it, make sure your community is winning as well.
2: I like that. I like that a lot.
3: Daniel, what's yours?
1: Um, I would say lead with value first. A lot of people, they, they're always asking for the paycheck. And yep. if you don't lead with value, if you don't lead with a lot of different stuff, you're never going to get the results you want on the back end.
2: Sorry. Oh, true. That is very true. People are always starting with the paycheck first. You got to add value. You know, I really I've oh. learned that a lot over my last, my third episode that I did, I actually talked about the value of network. And, and one of the things I hinted on was, when you are going to uh, network with these other people, you can't just go and take from them first. You need to add value to them or add value to whatever they're doing first. Because if you're just coming over here trying to take from my stash and you haven't even added any value to me, how am I even going to let you in the door? I'm just going to kick you out and close the door in your face. So you got to add that value for first. So I think that's huge. I like that.
1: Um, and like, it's, it's simple stuff. It's not hard. It's not simple. I mean, it's, it's very, very simple when you think about it. And it's just implementing different things. So what well, it's easy things you can do just to lead with value first. So our first 150 users, we gave a free shirt. Mm-hmm. It cost us. We probably spent a lot of money doing that, but the users paid for it when they got their software. So we just like, Hey, we're just going to give it to them. The reason why is because we're trying to build community and we wanted everybody to wrap the shirts. So we just gave it to them for free. We sell mm-hmm. them now, but we sell them at, Cost. We're not trying to make money on it because we're trying to build community. Mm, So like when you lead lead with value, like people are out going out going buying the shirts, we're not making a penny off it. Like we might upcharge in the future. But when you're first starting out, you gotta like give everything out at face value. If you want to create as much products as you can where you're not making any money at first, because people are once they once they start coming to you and they come to you often, then you can start charging. Yep. What is so, it? I
2: think someone said they have your customer has to see you like on seven times or something like that before they buy your product. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's exaggeration, but no, it's a point. It, really. takes,
1: it takes seven to twelve points of contact to convert a sale.
2: Wow, seven to twelve times—that's a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of work to put in. And so, I wanted to ask you real quick before I, before you go. Yeah, um, what why is it so important to build that community? I want you to hit on that for the listeners so they understand that.
1: The community empowers your business and brand more than you ever could by yourself. Yep. And that hands down, like me, me and Anthony talk about all the time that we are just the janitors. We're we're not the face of the company. Mm-hmm. We just try and keep everything moving. Like if somebody comes up and takes the stage, hey, go ahead, take the stage, sell your products, sell your sell your courses, sell your thing because when it all comes down to it, you might, you ha- might have a service or something that our community needs. What's my, why am I, the, why am I going to position myself to be the gatekeeper to stop you? Mm. I want oh. you, I want you to win and I want you to, to succeed. So I'm not going to stop people from coming up on our platform and, and trying to sell products or services because I want them to win. I want everybody to win. Um, a lot, a lot of people, man, I've lost my train of thought from earlier. Um, simple simple stuff you could do I, I don't know if you're on last i call with andre
2: yeah i was
1: he's like hive Mine sent me a shirt a hat and a mug it cost me 70 bucks mm-hmm. 70 bucks sign not a lot but to us that's worth that's worth the relationship 70 bucks yeah. that's nothing and he'll might rep the brand he might go do a podcast with it next week who knows now he has something to put somewhere else so yeah. we've we've been doing this a lot just giving away stuff just because you don't know where it's, where it's going to end up. One of our users, he's a podcaster, and he has like a, a shelf behind him. On the shelf is one of our items we gave him that says Hive Mind, and he's doing a podcast, live podcast, every week, once a week, and his audience is only getting bigger and bigger. But you know what's behind his shoulder?
2: That Hive Mind.
1: The Hive Mind. Exactly. So that is a point of sale, even though it's, I'm not
2: directly selling them. Yep. You're still having your you have your business out there, but you're not doing the selling right there in that moment. It's there for you. Someone else is basically doing the sale for you. They're closing the gap for you in the sense to get that customer in. Yeah, they could.
1: They might not even notice it. But what happens is is right now we're doing uh, just uh, we call it outreach ads because a lot of people just go straight for the sales. for the sale? I'm like you're not. You're doing it wrong because you're asking for the sale. So we do outreach ads. We're spending a thousand dollars a month on Facebook ads just for awareness. Hey, we have a podcast. Hey, we have a YouTube channel. Hey, we have an Instagram. Hey, here's a testimony from one of our users. And we're not asking for the sale. So actually our actual, our actual uh, cost for, um, for impressions is really cheap just because people mm-hmm. just get, yeah, they don't actually click on it. They just scroll. So what happens is, is now everybody comes to us. I literally
2: see hive mind everywhere. Wow. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. <laughs> That's the goal. And that's the major goal. You want to see it everywhere. You don't want it to just stay at your, your house and Anthony's house. You want everybody and their mother to know who is hive mind, because if no one knows you, they're not going to buy your product and you're not going to make any money.
1: Exactly. So one thing about our branding is the logo drives mystery. You're always Mm -hmm. questioning what, like, what does it mean? What does it mean? So then we create different things about what this means. So whenever we're on a podcast, hey, you know why we have all the brains around us is because it's a collective of people that put their minds together to make one big hole, which is the hive mind behind
2: my head. Ah, I like that. That's that's unique, man. It's very unique. That's dope. I love that. So
1: we drive curiosity. The logo is infectious. The branding is infectious. So when people see you everywhere, people, people like we do so many outreach campaigns that are free or cheap that I can see everybody that once they hit us, they hit the Facebook group. They hit maybe our texting channel to text us in. They hit our dollar course. They hit. They hit every single roadblock we put out there, and then they sign up. I'm like, it's not an accident,
2: right? You basically just walk them through the checklist, but you already just set up a system. They just walk themselves through it in a sense. And that, and 100% is that all
1: automated? We're not. Pay, I mean, the only ads we pay is the thousand dollars for awareness ads, but technically we don't even have to pay that because we have ads in the podcast, we have ads in social media, we have all that stuff automated around us. And it's all out there and none of them asked for none of it asked for the sale if anything is right. for the sales for one dollar and that's it
2: everybody's got a dollar to
1: spend everybody's got a dollar so if nobody's asking for the sale and all there is is providing
3: value like okay these guys are these guys are doing up to something <laughs> and i think the, the most important part of the community is uh is that you have for one a family right that, that keeps you energized Okay. Um, they love and trust you right the same way that we love and trust them because now we're becoming more of a family I mean, there's not it's not like a customer relationship anymore it's beyond that you know um, a couple of our users like them, they've lost important a loved one you know we'll make sure that we send them flowers and like the community gets behind and we send stuff to them like you know no offense but I don't see any other CRms like you know really caring about their their customers that much that when they know when somebody gets lost in their family so we really are becoming more of a family um, but the community also provides social proof Right. Because if you only have two customers, three customers, you're like, yeah, well, I've heard of them, but they ain't doing nothing. Right. But when they're seeing a thousand people online wearing shirts, hats, posting pictures with their hats, you know, with their dogs wearing the hat, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what the heck's happening here? What's going on? You know, it makes you wonder, like, what's all the ruckus about? Like, why is there so many people getting involved? So I think that ultimately that social proof online is, is what kind of helps build your brand. It's not just me and Daniel that love it. You know, there's hundreds of people out there now that, that love the community. They're talking about it, they're promoting it. Um, So I think that's probably the most important thing about building the community is uh, in in business is having that social proof that there's other people that are getting involved and they love it as much as we do. I think that's everything.
1: So one one thing I'll mention, too, is that being in tune with your clients enough to even know this, like how many businesses out there don't care? They're just there to collect the check and and that's it. Like being in tune with your clients enough that we've had three different three of three different clients have a loss in the family over the last like three months. And we were there to, to, to support them. And wow. like the crazy thing about them is like, we try and give them space because we know they're mm-hmm. going through something. And they're like, no, 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 don't stop anything you're doing. I need the distraction. Wow. And every single one of us has told, every single one of them that told us that, like, don't take me off the weekly calls. Don't do anything like that. I appreciate y'all support. Just continue what you guys are doing. I don't, I don't want to be
2: left out of anything. Just That's huge, man. That is huge. Because like you said, people, they just lost them, a loved one in their family. And instead of, all right, we're done with Hivemind. Hey, no, keep us around because you guys have added so much value to their lives. And you don't see, like you said, you don't see these other CRM companies doing that. And that's the difference between you versus the other guys. I mean, there's obviously a lot of differences in there too, but that's one of those main differences. When you're able to, like you said, be in tune with your clientele, there's no stopping what you can do from that relationship. If you're adding that kind of value to their lives, or it's to the point where, yeah, I just had probably the most emotional thing happen to me, but you're sticking right here with me. Keep me around. Like that's, that's huge. That speaks a lot about, you know, what you guys do and who you guys are. That really, that's huge,
3: man. Yeah, you know, we really are a family, man. Like I said, we would hate to, to, to lose anybody in our own lives. So when somebody else goes through it, we kind of go through it with them. So it's pretty cool, man. It's just an amazing environment. I'm just, I'm glad to be a part of it. We're not even the, the leaders or the owners we're just the janitors we just we're helping other people facilitate you know their business and that that keeps us energized keeps us charged up ready to do some more damage and connecting with people like yourself that are amazing like it's just a never-ending like cycle of, of energy exchange and we're just exactly. we're having a lot of fun with it
2: i appreciate that and I also like that bar you dropped that where you're not the face of the company you're the janitor i've never heard someone say that until now and i've been thinking about that like that makes a lot of sense though you know you just you're not the face. You just keep things flowing. As long as you keep things flowing, everything's good to go. So I really, to, I really like that.
3: Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. we don't want to be a famous or we don't want to be recognized. Like, oh, look at these guys. They made this big company. Like, we want our community to win. See that H right there? Uh, everywhere you look at our branding, everywhere we talk about HiveMind online, it's a lowercase H, and that's very intentional. Because mm-hmm. I, I think even if you capitalize it, right, like a proper pronoun, um, then you're taking like a, like some kind of like you're like having a dominant stance. So uh, every time I use the word hive mind online, no matter how I'm referring to it, the the H is lowercase because we just want to just be, we're just, I mean, we're just small, normal, humble, cool community. We're not, we're not trying to dominate anything or try to be impressive or anything like that. We're just trying to just make sure that our users are winning and that's it. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So. With that being said, we've
2: reached towards the end of the podcast, so before we go ahead and hop off, I want you guys to both shout out all of your social media so that people can follow you. I'll make sure to post all of your guys' info into the show notes as well, but make sure you guys give them a live shout out so they know where to find you.
1: Um, so we have our Hive With Us podcast on all platforms, um, free Facebook group, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, all that's automated. I don't do it anymore. I used to do it, but not anymore. (laughs) It's, it's one of the beauties of automation that once you get to a certain point, you don't have to like everybody does everything at the beginning, but when you can automate certain processes, you can relieve the pressure in some ways.
2: Got you. Got you. All right. Perfect. Anthony, you got any of your social media you want to add?
3: Um, I'm Anthony Guyona investments at um, YouTube. And then I'm Anthony Guyana. Hive Mind on Instagram. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and then uh, I always invite everybody to go to have mine CRM on Facebook. It's our free group, and we literally help everybody. Man.
2: That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So once again, thank you guys for coming on to the Past Capital Podcast. We appreciate you guys having this guest. Definitely got to hop on your guys' podcast at some time as well. And for everyone listening, if you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a five-star review and a comment below whether what you like and what else you want to hear. And other than that, we're into the podcast. This is your host, Preston signing off. Peace.
3: Appreciate you, man. Thanks for having us on.
0: The show is sponsored by the list guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The list guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from, and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The List Guys are here to save you time. Contact the List Guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www. the number one listguyscom